guys, and welcome back to another episode of A Letter to My Soul, a weekly journey into safe spaces, open conversations, and relaxation, because we deserve. I'm your host, Whitney, and I am back for season three. How are we doing, guys? I know it's been a while, um, but you know, I'm back. The podcast is still here. We're still doing our thing. Um, This season... One of my favorite shows, first of all, is coming to a close. So I want this season to be very special. So I have two guest co-hosts all season. I guess I'll go ahead and introduce them because they're waiting patiently. I have my friends from college, JLo and Amaya. Hey guys. <laughs> How so are y'all? On a letter to my soul, I am doing well. Oh my god! Well, thank you guys for coming on and being my co-host this season. Um, like I said, we're gonna actually recap the episodes of Insecure. So yeah, let's just jump right in. Is that okay with y'all? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that all right with y'all? I always wanted to yeah. say that. <laughs> Um, so we're going to start. So normally I start the podcast off with a love and light segment. So for this season, we're going to kind of remove the love and light. We love that. That's where we, you know, show positive positivity and good energy. And so we're going to put all that into the world. But that's not going to be the segment. We're going to have a little game segment and they're all going to be insecure based. Doesn't that sound fun? Okay. Even if it, does, even if it doesn't, we're going to do it. All right. Okay, so the first game I have, it's kind of childish, but I think it'll make y'all laugh and it's going to be fun. So, we're going to do Fuck, Mary Kill, Insecure Edition. <laughs> what is that? So, you never played Fuck, Mary Kill? No. That sounds, never mind. Seriously? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, I purposely didn't send this to y'all for the pre-notes because I was like, they're going to be so surprised. Everybody loves this game. Okay, so basically, I can't believe y'all ain't never heard of this. So basically, you get three choices and you choose to fuck, marry, or kill them. And we're going to do it. So you have heard of it. I thought you said pluck, marry. What is pluck? I don't know. A chicken? I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm going to play. Let's do it. So these are actually characters from Insecure. So each game, every game will be based off of Insecure because that's what we, we're paying homage to my favorite show. Okay. All right. So fuck Mary Kill. I'll start with you, J-Lo. Okay. All right. So Daniel, you remember Daniel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crenshaw, who is Kofi's character on episode two. Um, and Lawrence, none other than the Lawrence. So J Lo, fuck Mary, kill. And one answer for each guy, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Okay. Well, uh, Crenshaw is a criminal, so I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go because I would be scared of my life. <laughs> um, Lawrence, I'm gonna have to keep this penis to himself. So I would fuck him and I would marry Daniel. Because I feel like he <laughs> go to therapy and figure out how to 
you know, yes. The Daniel was a Daniel was a good guy. I I always I liked Daniel. I think he cared very deeply for Issa. He just, you know, it just could it just didn't work out. All right, Amai. All right, Emil. Uh, well, baby, first of all, I'm letting you know. I, I don't discriminate. Like, I don't discriminate against criminals. Everybody deserves a chance. So I'm marrying Crenshaw right off the bat. Okay, I'm killing Daniel because first of all, you he too slow. He too slow. <laughs> so good. And then on top of that, he just he he ain't too stable minded. He's just too slow. That's why you just <laughs> go to therapy and work it out. Yeah, he, that's not he no bad with him. And with that uh that, Wait, that, what do you mean he's too slow? Too slow at what? In what way? <laughs> Daniel, that's what I'm like. No, I'm talking about I gotta kill Lawrence because I'm gonna fuck Daniel. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. We were under impression you were talking about Daniel. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, damn, she's taking Daniel out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, maybe I said it wrong, but no. I'm gonna marry Pokey. That's first thing first. And then over. I'm gonna kill Lawrence because I think we can all agree Lawrence is a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> he is. So most niggas, basically. So you're saying Daniel is most niggas in, in a nutshell. Lawrence is actually most niggas, but that's not. Not, <laughs> not there, not there. Yeah, Lawrence is actually most niggas. 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 Yeah, Lawrence is actually so I think that I would have to I love Kofi. I like them all. I think I would have to Crenshaw. He just did something to me. And he's a, and he is a fashion fashionista. Is that what the men are called? He's a fashionista. Oh I don't know. So I'm gonna He's a killer. <laughs> he's a killer. He ain't no killer, but don't push him. They did not it might have been a non violent crime. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Crenshaw. I am going to Ooh, I kinda wanna marry I kinda wanna marry Lawrence. I'm gonna marry Lawrence. And I'm gonna kill Daniel. And he gonna step out on your marriage and have a baby. <laughs> I love Lawrence. I don't know if it's because I just love him and Issa so much, but I just it's something about him that I'm just like, it's low-key happy. It's it's that episode. Low-key happy. It's my favorite episode ever. I wish we were talking about that today, but we're not. Um, but yeah, I'm a Mary Lawrence because of Loki happy. So and, and yeah, I gotta kill Daniel, but I might fuck him before I kill him. So you know. Just... Okay, uh, don't go over. Ah, okay, let me just get it in real quick. You you know, squeeze. Because I wanted him to be the one to get 
Who? Oh, oh, girl. If it's got, if it's his character, no, I'm sitting, I'm killing him. But in real life, maybe. He might survive, but I doubt it. Because, you know, I like him chocolate. And they got all chocolate. I did that on purpose. I really don't. I really don't. Okay, y'all. So let's get into just a little brief recap of last season of how how Insecure season four ended. Um, it was kind of a the season. I feel like the season built up to the finale, and the finale was like the whatever you want to call it, like the 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 peak or whatever. But the whole season, we saw, like, Molly and Issa's friendship on this whole, like, roller coaster. Because it's like, oh, we good. We having our self-care Sundays. And then, oh, girl, we not good. Because, you know, you asked my man for a favor. My man, my man for a favor. <laughs> and now you like, mm, you can't do that. We got a rule. She made up some weird rule Molly did about asking her man for a favor. Because, like... I just feel like if you're my friend and you need a favor and my man could give it to you other than not not no weird stuff but like other than that not sexual but if it's like non-sexual I could definitely help you out so Issa right. and Molly were going through their thing um Tiffany had had a baby so her and her husband they were getting becoming parents and figuring that out Kelly was being Kelly um and then Loki happy happened which is like episode eight, which is my favorite episode. And I'm going to say that though, uh, probably the whole episode, but Loki happy happened. And Issa and Lawrence went on their date and we they thought needed they needed that. And we thought everything was going to be good. And then how y'all feel about what, what the rest that happened? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> oh yeah I mean of course the block party happened and Condola and all that but we don't even really acknowledge con- what they, well, out of all the names they be calling her condolescence Condolisa Rise <laughs> we don't we don't you know we don't even, I don't even like that but she knew that he was still feeling Issa and I felt like she was getting those vibes and she should have just been back she knew from the jump there with her she knew. She yeah. knew from the jump. And I feel like he was, Lawrence was always her rebound. Yeah. Anyways, like that, that was definitely a rebound for her. It wasn't like freaking, it wasn't like she was going to marry Lawrence. She didn't want, she clearly didn't even want to really be with him. And she knew, like you don't be with somebody for five years. Like as soon as she heard that five years on him and Easter, he, she was like, oh, mm-mm. But, you know, she needed to get her little rocks in and get her neck. Condola just saw that tall tree Lawrence was and wanted to climb. Let's just be. <laughs> Honey, I ain't decide to marry him for nothing. Right. I mean, let's, because, ladies, let's be honest. It ain't often you get to. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even fit into her friend group. No, they were. They didn't understand his style. They didn't understand his jokes. Because they was low-key joking on their shirt. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, like it's so nice. Definitely wearing my hair vibes. And I'm like, yeah, he don't even fit in with them. It was a nice, it was a nice shirt, I think. 
But the biggest theme, I think, of, of last season and the end was Molly and Issa's friendship coming to a head. But then seeing, like, when both of them had, like, issues, how they came back to one another. And I think that happens very, very often in friendships, you know, especially when it had, like, it's it's dealing with a guy because both of them, like, you know, they niggas wasn't acting right. And so, who you gonna call? Not Ghostbusters. You gonna call your friends. Like... <laughs> exactly you're gonna call your friends okay and so they did that and so we see when we get to to season five season by five or however they say i don't even know how they say it season by five i really don't know that's like the hashtag and i don't know how i'm supposed to say it so i'm just gonna leave that alone season five anyways stay focused season five we see them um, they, we start off, it's like the friends, who's it? Tiffany and, uh, Kelly, crazy ass Kelly and Derek, they drive into what we find out is their reunion or whatever. They went to Stanford. We went to HBCU, so we don't, we don't know anything about, we don't know nothing about that. We have homecoming. I don't, I don't know anything about no reunions, but they drive into the reunion and we see Issa, Issa again flewed out because. She got her little new business venture, the blo- the blow CC, um, and Molly meets them there, and we see them still have this little awkward moment of, hmm, hey girl, like probably <laughs> J Lo, was that how we greeted you? <laughs> but, oh, hey girl, hey. <laughs> So how do you, like, how do you guys, especially with with friendships, our friendship we can talk about, but even other friendships, other relationships that you've had to repair, how do you come back from that? Like, what does it take to repair that type of relationship? Because they were really close. You said Molly were like thick as thieves. So how do you repair that? I definitely think it takes self-reflection. Like, a lot of people like to point fingers when it comes to something when it goes south. But you also have to take accountability for what you did. And until you're ready to self-reflect on your wrongs, I don't think you can mend a broken relationship. Okay, Pastor. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> I think it takes time, too. Time and maturity. And self-accountability, but then you also put yourself in the other person's position, too. Like, well, you know what? Let me see. Let me see what she was going through. Maybe she wasn't at her healthiest state. Because mm-hmm. I can use us for an example. It's like you know, so much time has gone since we, you know, last were friends up until now. Right. It's just like just being a grown woman about it. Just like you know what? At the end of the day, I love you. That's all. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and see what I need to do in order to mend it. Okay. And that's just how I feel with, with Issa and Molly. I feel like they have been friends for so long, and it was just, like, growing pain. Mm-hmm. It was to where it's like, oh, okay, I think I'm going to take this career path, I'm going to take this one, but then it just doesn't work out. But on top of that, you already got other issues going on. So now it's like everything's just getting on your nerves. Yeah. It, 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 without communicating about it. 
Yeah, and I think you make a good point because I think you have to acknowledge that in relationships, like it's okay for you to grow because you're not you're not the same person that you were five years ago. You're not the same person you were two years ago. Hell, some people aren't the same person that they were a month ago. So you have to kind of acknowledge like people's growth and you have to grow with them. And I think I saw that a lot in the prior season in season four. It's like, well, um, and somebody mentioned this on a podcast I was listening to, but it was basically like Molly was struggling at work and she was used to like being that girl at the, she was at the white firm. She was used to just knocking it, killing it. And she wasn't doing that at the black firm, but Issa was over here thriving. She had Condola helping her with the block party. She was like hitting all these deadlines. So it was kind of almost like their dynamic change. So it's like, you know, I'm good over here, girl. I got, you know, I might not have my man or whatever, my man, my man, but work is, work is, work is good for me. And whereas Molly had, like, she was in a relationship, she was doing good, but she didn't, the thing that she was used to dominating at, she was kind of failing at. And so I think you have to respect a person's growth. And instead of being like, "Mm, you're not the person that I once thought you were, you have to kind of grow with them and just be like, you know what? I'm just I'm a ride I'm a ride with you and I feel like they weren't doing that in season four so much but like when we start season five out you kind of show it shows Molly at least Molly making an effort because I'll say this I I feel like Molly was mostly the blame for the friendship for the friendship flaws and things that were happening in season four I don't think Issa was completely innocent but I do think Molly took it way too far um so you kind of see her stepping up a little bit in the first episode of like asking kelly like hey you know when you and tiffany had y'all's thing what happened um and how did y'all come back from from it or whatever so she's basically like she's trying to ask for advice because sometimes you have to ask your other friends who've been through that situation like well what would you do in that situation and so i see her doing that whereas old molly i feel like would have just been like she was acting funny with me, so she was dry. She was dry, wasn't she? So I love that. I love the the little subtle growth that we're seeing in in our Molly because I thought I wasn't gonna fuck with that bitch this season, but everybody was ready to cancel Molly. She was excellent. I was gonna fight that hoe because she ruined my good sis block party, and I ain't like that. Right, because I think it was, I think it was her. I think it was in her Balenciaga purse. Okay, right. she was just playing, and I don't like that. I don't like it. But I do. I do love to see that they're they're making subtle growth, and and that I, I'm I'm interested to see how this is gonna go. Obviously, we're gonna recap a little bit of season two. I mean, not season two, but episode two of season five. So we'll kind of get into that when we get there. But, okay, so the next, like, thing that caught my attention in this episode was they didn't kill Kelly off. Right! How they gonna do that? How they gonna do our girl like that? How they kill somebody that's not... Like, I, I, but I feel like it's so crazy how you always have that one friend, and it could be, it could be any of us, but I feel like Kelly is always, like, the butt of the jokes. So it just, it was like... Of course they would kill Kelly off. And of course they would ask Issa to make a statement about her friend who... It's like, if somebody asks me to make a statement about y'all and I know y'all not dead, like, I'm like, well, what am I... I'm, I'm going to ask questions. I'm like, well, why Why are you asking me to make a statement about so-and-so? And Issa just didn't do any of that. She was just like, oh, yeah. 
Kelly gonna be Kelly. And I just, but so how do y'all feel? Like, how, first of all, how would y'all feel if y'all went back to a reunion, homecoming, and you see your page blasted on the, uh, your your face blasted on the front page of like some book, and it's talking about in memoriam, 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 memoriam. I'm not drunk. I swear y'all, I'm not drunk. But that word is hard. I always wanted to say it though. Immemorial or whatever. But well, how would y'all feel? Started go for me. Casket or what was he, he doing? He started off in the casket, but it was, <laughs> I need it to was know. a birthday party. Oh, okay. So. Uh, he started off in the casket, but then he got out and he was just, they had like this whole funeral service and it was actually interesting. And I'm like, I want to do this. And my husband looked at me like, bitch, you crazy. Honey, because I don't fuck with the dead like that now. But it was pretty cool. Cause <laughs> and it, it got to where, like, towards the end of the episode, people were in tears because they were saying some really nice stuff about him. And you, you know, if you did, you don't get to hear that. Or do you? Did they, so did they know ahead of time? Or did he? Yeah, they planned it out. Like, he had invitations and everything, but it was. It was funeral style. Right. <laughs> it was pretty cool to me. Now, as long as y'all have some of them uh, green beans and rolls and rice, <laughs> yellow rice there, then I might be okay with it. Because if you're going to do it, do it right. I mean. <laughs> it was interesting, though. But I definitely understand how Kelly felt, though. Like, she was like, how the fuck you going to kill me off? Right. <laughs> She's like the life of the party. Right. And it, but it, and it just made me feel like, I'm like, damn, y'all don't be taking my bitch serious at all. Because it's <laughs> like people remember her for the stanky leg because she carried a purse. Like, I'm just. I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> I would be so embarrassed if. Yeah. If. I ain't gonna lie. They did get me because I thought she was dead for real. Girl, me too. I, I dead ass thought she was dead for like two seconds. I was like, nah. 
Now, this how y'all gonna start this off, Issa? Because it, it is starting off a little slow. I was like, damn, we gonna, we gonna kill Kelly? Okay, that's how we doing it. Cool. Right. Bet. Um, but no, it's, I feel like that she's just always been like the butt of the joke. But a lot, of, I was listening to this podcast and people were saying like they think this might be the season like where Kelly gets her, because it's the final season, she might get her like breakthrough moments. Like they'll either like pair her with the, a guy or something like she'll because you know she's it's like even when she talks about the people she's dated it's never taken serious it's always just like it's always she's like the joke she's the uh comedic it's like what is it comedic um relief i think or whatever i think that's what you call it yeah she's like the comedic relief so i think i want i want to see more from kelly this season i want to see like i want to see what it the growth because you know that's her little thing because you know what that is Girl. Might, be the one to get married. might be, honey. It ain't even finna be the the ones we thought. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, moving right along. Oh, why did you have anything you wanted to add in on Kelly's death? Anything else? No, not really. I mean, I I kind of I kind of what's the word? I kind of like the way relate to her when it comes to being the life of the party. Nobody really takes you serious, so it's like. It kind of hit home to me because it's like, damn, sometimes I want to be taken serious and not just, you know, this and a third. Cause I can even think like on my own life experiences and y'all know life be life. Mm-hmm. And you know, so to talk to the certain people about it, it's just like, okay, yeah, but it's you. You know, you're about back. It's not if she's like, I'm not allowed to like be human. Like, okay, this is a serious thing. But yeah, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a life yeah. party. Relatable content. Relatable content. <laughs> like, you know, so much more like my big heart. My, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing that Kelly was, was kind of saying in the show. She was like, you know, I'm so much more than that. Like, I'm so much more than the stinky leg. I'm so much more than what these people are remembering me for. And it's like, because you're always just a, the fun, the bud, like the the not the joke but like the the joke stir almost it's like girl Maya's so crazy but it's also like Maya's so kind Kelly's so kind so <laughs> you're welcome girl I'm gonna give you your flowers while you right here wow. not while not while JLo's trying to kill you okay wow <laughs> I'm a comedian low key but <laughs> okay I'm a little bit of a comedian. Well, speaking of friends or or foes, I don't know. At first, she was a friend and she was a foe. Um, Cheyenne. Oh, my God. The hoe that robbed him. Oh, wait a minute. Who is Cheyenne again? The girl that robbed him. Oh, that low down dirty helper. She needs her ass beat and so does her boyfriend. You know, dumb ass. Because I feel like I would have been like Easter. I just feel like, cause you know, I don't even. 
even be. I don't. It. I, my shoes ain't Balenciaga. They ain't. I don't have the Cartier watch, but you know what I'm saying. Like you can still take my shoes. And, this is a whole What you mean? Right. Hello, baby. Uh, what we used to say. Uh. uh <laughs> we stayed at City Trends in college. Listen, and but was gonna look like a million bucks, okay? Period. Period. But I, <laughs> oh my god! But I, I really thought the Cheyenne character. I was like, that's so funny because you always have that person. It's like because no, nobody could really remember why they stopped fooling with her. Everybody was like, what? did we not like her? Did we stop playing with her? Everybody just like. Mm. When Tiffany peep game though, if you if you watch the rewatch the episodes, I did rewatch them both before we this episode um before we started this episode, and I was like, oh Tiffany peep game. She was like, she was not fucking with Miss Shasha at all. They was like, oh girl, we ain't fall out with her. She left because she went on tour with Sierra. Nah, that bitch did something shady more than one time. <laughs> she was stealing their shit, probably. Rob, she was she been robbing him, um, but I it's I've, the comment that I made or the note that I made is um, we need to remember why we let them why we let people go in the first place. Do y'all have people that are like that? It's like you'll see them, you'll be like, oh hey girl, but then you kind of like have that flashback of like, you know what? That's why I have stopped fucking with you. And it happens with, like, family. With it, it don't matter who. Like, you can have whatever relationship. Niggas. Because I, I have it happen a lot with niggas. And I have that moment in my head where I'm like, you know what? That's why I stopped fucking with you in the first place. But how often do y'all have that the moments? Oh, I don't know. It's been a while since I had a moment like that. Honestly. Honey. Oh, because when I cut people off, I'm going back. You know what that is? Growth. That's growth. You over there cheesing, Emil. <laughs> <laughs> she got some good cheese. She got right. Spill it. Cut off my favorite sneaky link because, you know, because of that same reason. Like, you know, when I get around them, but I cut them off for real, for real. It's been like a whole month. Like, just said but um okay so when it comes to men maybe (laughs) not so much so what's the difference between females and males 
Bitches love a nigga. Molly then. An old Molly. An old, old Molly. What do you mean by old Molly? Old Molly. That's how she did Issa. She was like, my man, my man, my man. <laughs> oh, your man left you for okay, dead. But, right. but, no, because Molly be wrong. And when I cut off my friends, I be, it be for reasonable cause. Okay. Okay. I don't know who you didn't cut off for a she that shall not be named with the party bus. Oh shit, <laughs> honey, listen. <laughs> that wasn't even that wasn't even a friend, but we gon' we need a side conversation. <laughs> we gonna talk about that off air. <laughs> but you know what? I ain't never scared, but we gonna talk about it off air because I don't want I don't want no mess, honey. This is a letter to my soul, not a letter to gross. my you know. <laughs> you know that's gross. That's gross. Okay, so anyway, so wrapping up the first episode, we, you know, they got robbed. But as we saw, the robbery brought our besties closer together. Because when they had that kiki cackle down in the car, it was it was like old times. And I feel like a lot of times you need that with like a friend that you're, you're repairing a relationship with. It's like you need that one moment, whatever it is. And a good laugh is we'll do it. They had that good little gut wrenching laugh where you have to hold your stomach in a little bit, um, but they had that, and I feel like I could we could see it through the television, like we could see them, like oh, they're coming back together, they're friends again. I know. I was really happy about that. I thought it was a beautiful moment, even though they had just got robbed and them bitches were scared as fuck. It took it, it took it took a a trauma something traumatic happening, as sometimes it do. Sometimes trauma. They was what you like to say, friend. They was trauma bonding. Yes, perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. That's that's what they called it. Trauma, trauma bonding. Bond. I learned a new word. I like that. Yes, we over here. That growth, honey. Growth. Um. So they did. They they got back together, and then they did their ceremony for Kelly because Kelly was really in her feels, and she felt like her friends kind of weren't there for her as they should have been a little bit, especially when I was in a car and Cheyenne, this is before they got robbed and Cheyenne was joking. Kelly, uh, not Kelly, what's the girl name? Tiffany could have stepped up and said something on Kelly's behalf and Molly and Issa was just back there kicking down again. But um, I was glad that they did that little ceremony for her at the end because it made her, I feel like it made her feel, um, it made her feel special. It made her feel like, 
Oh, they do care. Because sometimes you do forget that your friends care. And so, I was... Oh, yeah. Really? And I'll be <laughs> like, I think, I think I see that whole side eye me, so... <laughs> But so, and that was a beautiful moment. So everybody leaves Stanford. The reunion is over and they get back to, um, Issa gets back to the airport because Issa was the one that flew, got flewed out. So she flew back in and then Lawrence shows up to the airport to LAX, which is a, a fucking madhouse, shows up to LAX to pick our good sis up and take her home. And, you know, it kind of gave me, I, I kind of felt like I was like, something finna go down. Because it just didn't sit right with me in my yeah. spirit. It didn't sit right with me. And lo and behold, they got home and they broke up. It was awkward, though, because... Wasn't it? There's nonverbal. They, did, they didn't even have to say anything, and they knew what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted to say something. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like it's because they both kind of knew it was, like, invadable. Like, it was going to happen regardless because it's. I feel like with Issa and Lawrence, there's just been so... There's just been too much. Like, too much has happened. Too much has gone down. And I think that baby just, like... It just it it's it sent both of them because I I feel like he's he's feeling away too like she's feeling away he's feeling away and somebody put it in a very good like way they were just like um, or they summed it up really well they were like they're breaking up but like neither one of them really did anything wrong like in this second breakup like nothing nobody did anything wrong they're just having to go their separate ways because they're not in the right place to be with each other and so it's like. Issa, you can't even really be mad at him because he wasn't with you when the baby was conceived. And it's like, Lawrence, you can't be mad at her for not wanting to stick with you and stay with you through this. Because it's like, I signed up for you. I didn't sign up for you and a crying baby. So they just kind of have to be in their feelings. But they do still love each other. So it's like, damn, there's really not a whole lot you can say. And I feel like I've been in that type of situation before where you just have to let somebody go. Like, no party is wrong. It's just like, this just isn't going to work. That's a sucky situation, but it's also the everyday, I feel more so African-American story, more so than white American story. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) I mean, I feel like it happens to white people, yes, but I feel like it happens more to black people. Not discrediting white people, so please don't come for me, white people. I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) What (laughs) about? I'm just gonna be quiet. Um, so for the folks, but um. Moving right along. Moving right along to the second episode. We gonna you know fly through the second episode because to me the second episode flew. It's uh, this was 15 minutes. Like, the episode was literally 15 minutes long. Like, I'm kid you not. I turned it on and I was like, damn, it just, it's, it's off. That's it. So, in the episode two, uh, we see Issa. Issa is, uh, it's a year later. So, this is a year from when they was at the reunion. The, the reunion. Um, and you kind of see life is happening and they, you see the little alarm clocks going off for both Issa and, um, Molly. 
And we see that the blow CC, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to call it the blow CC because that's the funniest thing to me. Um, the blow CC ha is blowing up. Um, Issa is working with Crenshaw, as we've mentioned previously, who's played by Kofi, who is a, um, inc a formerly incarcerated, um, fashion, fashionista, a designer, honey, named after the city of Crenshaw, I can only assume. Um, it's very original. I love that. Very black. I love nigga shit. And that was some, that was real nigga shit. So, um, yeah. So Issa's flourishing. We see her doing in her power blazers and doing business meetings. She then linked up with some of her Stanford, um, one of her Stanford, uh, alum friends who has a business. I think she was on the panel with them. And, um, so yeah, Issa is, this is the first time I feel like in, in insecure history that we're seeing Issa like be really that girl and be confident in it. And I love that for her because we've yeah. seen her struggle. We, we've seen it from all the way when she was like, we got y'all to when she quit, we got y'all to like when she did the block party and then she was like, okay, so I did it. Now what happens next? So now she's finally like stepping into her own. And I like boss bitch Issa. I love and, it. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we oh. do. Even with her having money, she still stays true to like the natural house hairstyles that she keeps. Oh <laughs> yes. To, like, I the love her hair. Extensions and stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah, Issa. She's you know it. what? I haven't seen a lot of though. Her talking to herself in the mirror. She did it in the first episode, but she didn't do it in the second. I'm like, where is she? That's true too. I want to see rap bitch. I think she did. I think she rapped a little bit in the second episode. I I feel like she did, but and I just rewatched it, but now I can't remember. But I think she might have did. Or was that? Am I thinking about the first episode? That's what she seen. Let me see yeah. them teeth when she saw baby Issa. <laughs> Hilarious! I fucking I love I'm an Issa Rae stand. I'm an Issa D stand. Like I think I forever will be. Cause it's just she's so relatable. I love you, Issa girl. If you ever listen to a letter to my soul, like hey girl. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I I love to see I love seeing her flourish because it's I feel like we've all been in that place where we're like you know ain't shit going right. But you kind of get to a certain point in your life where it's like things just start falling together. And I feel like that's exactly what happened to her. But if we notice, she had to shed a lot of things. Like she, you know, shed her relationship with Lawrence. You know, she let she let a lot of them niggas go, you know, dead. Because she always used to keep a fine nigga. But even with um Nathan, she did. They're still working together and they're still friends. But it's like. Mm-mm, girl. You, you're not my man. Yes, boundaries. Yeah. Oh, I love that word. I love boundaries. I love that word. Thank you, girl. You're, such a, you're such a counselor. Oh, my God. You're such a therapist, honey. Because I love, I love the word boundaries. But, yes, yeah, she set boundaries for herself. And she's focused on... She's focused on her career. She's focused on her relationship with Molly. Because we see them a year later at a much better place. You know, they're working together to spend time together. I was like, girl, you and Molly are dating at this point because I just... They sleep at 
like, I was like, this is so cute. It's literally the cutest thing that I've ever seen. I'm like, it's supportive too, because it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm first schedule. I understand you got a lot going on, but I'm still here for you. And you think Issa come through, she pulled the wine. It's like, okay. Exactly. Like, girl, when y'all bitches moving to Dallas so that I can have that. I'd be a little lonely, but it's okay. It's all right. Um, but yes, no, I, I really love, I love seeing that. I love that for, I love that for them. And I feel like it's kind of finally getting us back to like season one. Even though they used to, like our friends are going to fight. You know, they, they had, they fought, they fought all the seasons. But it's like, it's really feeling like the, the, this is my best friend. And it was so funny how when Molly started saying it, Issa's like, no, 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 you don't, you're not saying it right. It's kind of like when you do the okrut, when I do that to you, um, Emil. It's a little bit like that. It was relatable content. We're just, we're such friends. Um, (laughs) But, um, so yeah, speaking, but speaking of the friendship that Molly and Issa have now, honey, Dr. Rhonda is paying off for Molly because in this second episode, we see how Molly is checking herself. She checks herself at the door now, and she ain't never used to do that because Molly was oh, never apologize. wrong. Or apologize. Exactly. I was like, and they're not saying she's still in therapy, but like it's they or they haven't shown that she's still in therapy. They they've you know mentioned it. She mentioned it in the first episode, and this is a year later. So clearly, she's still going. She's not pulling that. You know what? I'm not fooling with you, Dr. Rhonda. She's still staying in therapy, and it shows. Mental health matters. Mental health matters. And, like, that's a big thing, like, I try to advocate on advocate on this podcast because we believe in, we believe in going to therapy. We don't play that because you're black. You don't go to therapy. No, not a thing. Therapy can benefit you no matter what skin color you are, no matter how much your grandma prays for you. It still can help. <laughs> I pray. I look. Look. I ain't knocking the praying grandmas because I have one. I have well, yeah, I have one. I had two. One of them is no longer here, but I still feel like them prayers be coming down. Melody, melodies from heaven. Okay, but <laughs> just made me think of yes. <laughs> yesterday so Thomas sidebar yesterday I don't know what what made me start thinking <laughs> the soprano part from melodies from heaven but I was really feeling it and yeah, stay focused, <laughs> stay focused. But, I'm not gonna do it here on this platform but just know I sing uh too thank you okay. thank you um, so yeah, I mean, y'all clearly are advocates for therapy, but have y'all ever had like a moment where you, you kind of saw it like in yourself or you like realize like, you know what? I, I am growing because of this. Yeah, I think it comes for me, it comes in forms of like cycles. Mm-hmm. So say. I'm going to use men again because men are so relatable. 
Like, I know it's no secret that I'm praying for a husband or whatever. Mm. But I've had to realize, like, you know, just because a, a guy is nice or he looks Amen. good, you know if you're interested in that man or not. So mm-hmm. even if like, bored and it's like, hey, let me take you out to eat. And you know, I love to eat. And it's just like, okay, well, and I'm not going to talk to him or this and third, but I'm going to go out to eat. But that's how it gets started. You keep getting bored and it's like, well, I'm going to keep going with him and then next thing you know you in a committed relationship with somebody that was never supposed to be the one and then you got to work on detoxing somebody that you didn't even like (laughs) this sounds sounds very familiar (laughs) (laughs) now i just be like no i can't go out to eat because that's your problem you like to eat and be like you want some crab legs God, no, but that is true. But that's that's growth on your part. You're you're seeing and understanding patterns because what is it? What's insanity? Like repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's insanity. So it's like you're seeing that. Okay, I was repeating the same pattern and I was literally getting the same results. So something must must give. I must change, and so that's good. That that's literally growth, and that's amazing. My first, my very first therapist. I hated her. Oh. like I was like it was a literal breakup because this was when I first moved here to Texas I I think I had been here I had maybe been here a couple like I probably had been here almost a year but I did I started it was online therapy <clears throat> and I started it and literally the first therapist I got was a black woman she was older I'm not gonna do I'm gonna say her name because she wanna whatever but her name was C- Cecilia it <laughs> I don't Hey. <laughs> it was Cecilia. It was Seal. It was Cecilia. She was such a sweet, such a sweet lady. And it wasn't even a bad, it wasn't, we didn't break up for a bad reason. What it, what it was was she wasn't licensed in this state. She was, I think she was like licensed in Georgia or some something. And I, I, I lived in Texas. So she wasn't licensed in the state that I was, you know, being provided to in or whatever. And so, but we didn't realize it until we were quite far along into therapy. And I was going through so much. I had like literally just moved here. You know, I was in a relationship thing. And I kind of still knew everything. Let me, what y'all let giggly butt? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
still knew everything when I tell you. And when she told me, I was like, are you sure? I was like, you, so you can't get a license in Texas? Like, I was like, you need to go back to school so you can get licenses in Texas because how you going to leave me? How am I going to eat? Because I was literally, I was literally like, how am I going to live without you? Like, that was... Exactly. I when I tell you to this day that thing hurt me. Like I've been back in therapy, yeah, and I've had a couple other like you know, it didn't work out or whatever. But ain't nobody hurt me like still. Well, uh, here's a here's a little minor um suggestion or maybe like a solution. Just say you move back to Atlanta. You're very cautious about COVID, so everything has to still be remote. And boom. You back with Seal. I I am. I have to find her. She was on. I think I was on like Talk Space or something. I've got to find her. You but probably so. That's where I found my my next one that I had, and we haven't really broken up. We took a little break, but we haven't fully broken up yet. I gotta text her and be like, "Hey, girl. Hey." Um, that's why I haven't reached out to your friend yet because I was like, I slick got a therapist. I don't want to cheat on her, but. If she don't respond to me, then we're going to have to figure it out. But so find that's another thing that's like, it's not like an easy task, I'll say, to find a therapist and stick with that same person because life happens. Like That's their job. So it changes. You know, they move, they have kids, they retire, they do, you know, they're, you move to a different state that they're not licensed in. So it's traumatic that that's, I, I fully feel where you're coming from because I was, and in my, and I know like the situation, the stuff that I was going through wasn't like as deep, I'm sure as deep as, you know, cause you had been in an accident, like that's like dead ass, you almost died. But it's like, I felt like the stuff that I was telling her, I was like, so I, I was basically like, I got to start over. I have to, and she was like, I can send all your information to them, but I'm like, they don't understand me like you do. Boo. And they're not going to read that paperwork, girl. They're going to ask you, so why are you here? <laughs> and that's exactly what the next lady did. She, I, I was like, oh, here we go. You got to start over. It's trauma. And I, and, I, and I can definitely attest to that being a therapist. It's when you have to meet somebody for the first time that has had a history with therapists, it's like, dang, now I got to make you read mm-hmm. and through. How can I do that, but also get the information I need so that we can heal together? How am I going to eat? Right. I'm just, ooh. It's hard. It's Child. a very hard thing to do. So it, it took is. me eight years to go back, so. Well, I am so proud of you for being back. I think, I, I can, I mean, I can tell it's, it definitely shows your growth shows. And I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was trying to have a whole serious ass moment, and. On, in that, on that note, I'm going to move on because we're going to wrap this up because it's getting to be past our bedtime, but this episode was a little long because we're doing two episodes. Next time, we're going to do just one episode. So, okay. Um. <clears throat> oh, the next thing. This is, and speaking of child crying, tears, Miss um, Issa uh, gets through her uh, fashion show with Crenshaw because that was... The project she was working on with Crenshaw, they do the fashion show. She has some issues with the white, the whites that she had to deal with, but they overcame it because if y'all saw Crenshaw was like, I'm not, I'm not finna compromise all my black shit for these white folks. That's basically what he said in so many words. And 
I stand a black king, okay? Grand rising to that. But <laughs> the hotel, so I'm gonna get a hotel audience, grand rising hoes. <laughs> But my man said, you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna compromise who I am and my brand for because it's too it's too black for these people. And so he right. did that and Issa, you know, she was trying she's still new. So you know when you first get a new job, you wanna like you wanna appease the you wanna appease the boss, you wanna do that. And she, you know, it, it all worked out in her favor, thankfully. But um so after the fact, she goes home and she's kind of, you know, decompressing from the day and she invites Nathan over which we all know Nathan as the ghost Casper the friendly ghost who ghosted That's not fair. He, didn't he have some type of mental condition? Yes. But, but that's not an excuse. To, exactly. Right. Yeah, so I feel like yes, mental mental illness. We talk about mental health and mental illness. Like that's that's it's okay to acknowledge it, but it's not okay to use it as an excuse. Period. That's just that's I just that on it. Period. So like I said, Casper the friendly ghost. We've I had kind of sort of forgiven Nathan for because I, I I always loved his friendship with Issa. I feel like he he relates. Um, to me, they, my Nathan is this guy that I met when I was in college or whatever, and we didn't, I mean, we talked, I guess, a little bit or whatever, but I feel like he always gave me, like, really good, encouraging words, um, and it's... I had a Nathan. <laughs> I, I had a Nathan, and my, my you know who I'm talking about, because he didn't, I don't, he didn't go to Tuskegee, he was somebody I met. After, like, when I lived in Auburn or whatever. But he, I feel like he was my Nathan as far as, oh, like, encouraging me to do stuff and, like, go for, you know, just go for what I know and, and just being that person. That, and that's why I like Nathan for Issa. Because I feel like, or not for Issa, but I like them as friends. I'm like, I feel like they they encourage one another. They play off one they Like, their, their banter, their little witty banter, it's cute, but it's also, like, you know, them kind of nudging each other in the right direction, if that makes sense. So you need a person like that. So I'm like, nah, not glad he ghosted her because I felt really bad because it sucks to be ghosted. But like, I'm also kind of glad they got to where they were just friends. And it's like, you know what? Like she said in the episode, she's like, no, girl, we just helping. We just helping each other out. Because Molly was like, mm, I can't be friends with nobody I've seen they dick before. How y'all feel about that? Can you be friends with an ex? Well, if it wasn't memorable, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> think, about it. think about it. Like, really think about it. In your past of experiences, you know that one where it's just like, ooh, okay, I can't have too many drinks around you. And then it's... Then there's that one where it's like, oh, he was just so sweet, so kind. Like, and it's like, how you doing? Y'all I know, I know exactly what you mean. No, it ain't gonna go nowhere. I would say yes, depending on the experience. Okay. Okay, J-Lo. So, um, I do agree with that. I do feel like you can be friends with exes. It, it goes to growth and self-reflection for me, though. 
if it was something traumatic, I can't revisit that. I've grown from that. I can't be cordial with you. But if it was something that maybe we just fell off, maybe we were high school friends, college friends, whatever the case may be, and I see you and it's like, oh, hey, or whenever I see you again, it's cordial. I think I can do that. I mean, I'm in a space to where I do not have to worry about, uh, I don't know what's going to happen after this, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm a married <laughs> Period. I do feel like I can be friends with exes because I don't have any issue. I don't have to worry about you trying to come on to me or me trying to come on to you. Right. I have one person that I completely fell in love with and I'm okay with that. Okay. I I don't know. I mean, I would like to think that I could be friends with my exes, but also I've never really dabbled in that. I've never actually tried to be friends. Really. I've never really tried to be friends with any of my exes that I can think of. Like, I mean, I've, I've befriended people that I have had sex with and it was just sex. Like, yeah, we still cool. Like, I see you. What's up? You know, we can hang. We can kick it. And still, it not be a sexual thing. Like, it's just like, yeah, we did have sex once upon a time. And not even because it wasn't like good or anything. It's just like, we moved on. So, I can be friends with that type of person. But, yeah, I feel like with someone that I actually dated and was in a relationship with, there was there's more of a connection with that person. So, it's like, you were actually my, you know, a friend of mine. And it's like, when we broke up, that friendship kind of, like, this no more. So, I don't really think I could be friends. And I don't think it has anything to do with the sex. I think it's just, like, the emotional ties. It's like, ooh, that's too... It's just too many feels. Too much too much happened. Too much time has passed. But I don't know. People I think people do it all the time. Like people who were were married, they co parent and they're like, Oh yeah, we're friends. We hang I hang out with them and their new partner. So I mean it's I don't think it's impossible, but I also think it can it's a sticky situation. It can get sticky. <laughs> and as we saw, it got a little sticky with Nathan and Issa. Because he comes over and um, they are, you know, sitting, chilling, drinking wine or whatever. And Issa kind of, you know, dozing off as <laughs> some of us do. Um, and so, but he says, you know, I'm going to head out or whatever. And she's like, no, spend the night. And he says, oh, he, he kind of gave that look like, bitch, you sure? You, you, cause you know, cause do you know what the fuck that mean? Cause Nathan was like, oh, I'm finna get in that ass. And no, cause Issa literally cries in this man's mouth <laughs> because she is still broken about her and Lawrence. I, I feel like she saw that. I had to rewatch it back. I was like, she saw that full moon and thought about a conversation. Her and Lawrence had a year ago in that car because that's how it is when you love somebody. You just mm-hmm. randomly think about that one, like, smallest thing. And it's like, it just all came back. And so my last question that I want to pose to you guys is, after seeing the end of episode two, do you think there is more left to the Issa Lawrence saga story? And what are your predictions for the future? Absolutely. I think if they ain't done, they're going to mess around a few times, but then it's going to come to a point where Issa is going to be like, okay, this baby is not going to go away. She ain't going to like Yeah, Hell, the baby is there. The baby born by now. Because it's a year later. And Kadola... No, I get that, but what I'm saying is, like, the baby, when I say not go away, meaning, like, the baby is, the it's still Oh, real. it's, yeah. 
no matter what I, how much I feel about you, mm-hmm. they to be here. And it's mm-hmm. going to continue to be here regardless of how I feel. So do I think they'll move around some more times? Yeah. But do I think she'll, like, eventually get over it? No, because Lawrence don't make the best decisions and then when David stop <laughs> According to you, he's slow. <laughs> Issa Rae Capricorn. Issa Rae is a Capricorn. She was born a day before me. But see, this we talk about Issa D. So what is Issa D's sign? I'm looking, I'm Googling what Issa D's birthday is. Because I want to know what her sign is. Honey. She is not a Capricorn. I wanted to know. But anyways, we'll, we'll revisit that at a later date. Howsoever, I, what I think, I, I feel like what I think is going to happen, what I want to ha- is going to happen with Issa and Lauren is two, Lawrence is two different things. What I would like to see like them to be together i i oh i told you i was gonna go but end up going back to low-key happy and y'all re-watch low-key happy because i rewatch it very often it's it's like episode eight of season four that episode that episode makes me want to be in love it like it's everything it's literally that episode where they you know they go on the date like that's their like they finally talk everything out like talk about it in the in the way that they talked about everything that happened it just it gives me all of the feels so that low-key happy makes me want Issa and Lawrence to end up together I mean fuck that baby um I'm so sorry Michael Jordan said it first fuck new kids Okay, but nah, cause Cadella, Cadella has said she wanted to be a single mama anyway. So, and but nah, I'm just playing. Nah, I kind of love the kids, whatever. But I would like to see them together. I would like to see that that montage that happened at the beginning. I mean, at the end of season one, where you see Issa and Lawrence have the baby, you see them get married and everything. Y'all remember that? I would I would like to see that at the end of this season. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, at best, 
I think that we'll see them like like Maya said. We'll see, we might see them hook up again. We might see them talk, but I just don't feel like real life. I don't. If it's like real life, I don't think they're gonna end up together. I think everybody will end on a good note, but I don't know that they'll necessarily end up together. I don't think East is gonna end up with any of the guys that she previously dated. We're gonna cry over I'm gonna be sad. I'm really sad now. Like I'm like, damn, why you even had decided to do this? <sighs> but guys, we are going to wrap it up right there because this episode has been a lot longer than I planned, but I have enjoyed it so much. Thank you, co-host. And we will be back again next week for, and we will only be reviewing one episode <laughs> next week, by the way. Um, so please remember to always be kind to yourself, love on yourself, take care of yourself, and always, always, always keep it real with yourself. <laughs>